Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Yay. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. Hello, Kicha. This is Inanna Moon, and um, this is Lori St. Clair, who is our guest today, and our topic is astrology. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the Sabbath Ostara. Ostara. Um, this is on the pagan wheel of the year. And um, just as a reminder, or for those who don't know, there are considered to be eight eight Sabbaths. And um, there are four great Sabbaths and four lesser Sabbaths or cross quarters. Um, the great Sabbaths would be then Hollows or Samhain, Imbolc, Beltane, and Lamas. And then the cross quarters or the Esbets or lesser Sabbaths fall in between the great ones. And those are the solstices and equinox. And those are Yule, Ostara, Litha, and Mabon. And we are at Ostara. And the significance of that is about the return of springtime. So we've gone beyond the return of the light. Yule was the spark of light. Imbolc was the return of the light. And Ostara is the return of spring. It's mm. when we do our house cleansing. Um, a lot of spring people cleaning. find our spring cleaning. Yeah, a lot of people find that they want to do that around March or April. Whether you resist it or not is up to you it's happening yeah. <laughs> but um it's also a time of breaking down illusions it's letting go or discarding it's discarding the past and it's about bringing in new intentions but we're at the vernal equinox so we're truly at the light and shadow Ooh. Ooh, which is our <laughs> which is our show um so we're in balance now and so if you want to mm. celebrate it, just briefly, there are a few things that you might want to do for yourself. If you want to acknowledge it, it, it spring or Ostara begins on March 20th this year. And so you can plant seeds. You can get a favorite pot or get a pot and put soil in it and plant seeds. You can set an intention with that and say these are the seeds of this new cycle or the seeds of a project you're beginning or of a job or of I'm going to bring love into my life mm -hmm. so I'm going to discard and be done with past and what you've learned, you, it's not just pushing away the past, but it's what have I learned from the past. And so whether it's relationships, jobs, your health, what have I learned? And then I'm going to go forward and plant new seeds. Um, for your home, you can buy flowers, fresh flowers. Um, you can sit in your yard and watch tulips bloom, which <laughs> I have that. Don't laugh. <laughs> oh, they grow fast, <laughs> but not quite that fast. Yeah, I grew up with that, though. So just, you know, one day in the, there'd be snow, and the next day little tulips were popping their heads Aww. through when I was growing up. And it'd be like, oh, my goodness, look at this. So it takes me to my childhood and new beginnings. Um, um, but you can say out with the old and in with the new as you do your spring cleaning, whatever that may be, cleaning out your garage. Purging. Um, for some people, they build an altar of some kind. And this is the time of year 
you rebuild your altar, um, so new cloth or clean, you know, your the cloth you might have for your altar. Oh, um, I didn't realize polish that. up your statues, bring in new gemstones, Ooh, bring shopping. in yes, <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Write your intentions or meditate on your intentions and and say, here's here's my new beginning. Um, I brought jelly beans representing eggs, which represents Ostara or the goddess Estra. She's a Germanic goddess, but there's this whole tangle about these, the goddesses. Um, Estra's the Germanic or Anglo-Saxon goddess of the dawn, but they think in history we've mixed her up with Astarte and Ishtar, who are really the goddesses of recreation, creativity in the springtime, um, among other things that they are the powerful goddesses of. But anyway, wonderful. This is perfect for Feel us. Feel free to have okay. some. Now I want to come back and and introduce Lori St. Clair, who is a Yay. friend of mine. We've known each other for several years. And I am thrilled because I think she is a wonderful astrologer. She knows her stuff. Um, and we've had this great conversation over this recently, so I'm excited to have you here. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's very exciting. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We do. It's a pleasure to be here. Yay. Awesome. Great. So you were talking about, um, when we were talking about uh, springtime, Ostara. Mm -hmm. Ostara. Ostara. Yeah, yeah astrologically that correlates to uh, what's called the Aries Ingress, which is the point when... Um, the sun will go into the sign of Aries. So, you know, that's usually around March 20th, March 21st. And so when the sun goes into Aries, exactly, you know, Aries is about the warrior. It's um, action. So hmm. it's, you know, pushing up from, <clears throat> you know, springtime things come up from the earth that have been dormant. You know, like you said, tulips bloom. Um, you want to get, you want to start, doing things so you do the spring cleaning um it's very much you know full steam ahead so more, more active yeah very active good. you know it's very um aries is a fire sign so it's very creative it's that spark um you know wants to charge ahead you know Wait, that's the ram are you an aries i am yeah, yeah. I, i'm usually surrounded by aries as is our Aww. engineer over there <laughs> yet another aries my Paul mother Preston. was an aries oh that's wow oh wow yeah. really yeah oh that's great i love aries <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of partial to them but of course i'm a very modified astrologer um astrologer a very modified aries Ooh. so how's well how so um well, you know, when you look at someone's chart, you have to take all the planets into account in their relationship. So uh, when you have sometimes, like I'm born with Saturn right next to my sun. So the degree of my sun is 12 degrees and then Saturn is 14 degrees. So it's kind of like Siamese twins. So you can't really <laughs> get away from it. So that makes, that brings in, you know, a very Capricornian feel. So it kind of puts the brakes Ooh. on the Aries going, on rushing the, forward. On the fire? Yes. It? Okay. <clears throat> and I mean, you, yeah. And Capricorn is, because um, we, we had like our interview, our pre-interview with you, uh -huh. and you were explaining Capricorn more to me, because I have a lot of Capricorns also, uh -huh. but that's like the boss, the... the yeah, Capri exactly. Well, they like to be the boss. Yes, they do. They definitely <laughs> like to be the boss. And, you know, Aries can like to be the boss, too. But um, 
you know, for an Aries with that kind of combination, because Saturn is very um, practical, um, it's an Earth sign, uh, you know, nat- naturally it's an Earth sign, and so it wants to do be respected and wants to do things right and you know Aries just rushes ahead so it's really you know kind of um I don't know if not a lot of NASCAR fans probably listening to this show (laughs) but um that's uh, to me it's like having a restrictor plate you know on the car which uh you know it, it makes it so you can only drive a certain speed so you know Aries are usually very impulsive so it makes me a lot more cautious Ooh, oh I wonder if I have that. I'm, I've got to have some areas in my chart because I, I get a little impulsive do, at the wrong time. You know, that's a good question. Do most of us have a little know? of every sign or definitely. a little of every planet, okay. certainly? But. Yeah, definitely. And that has to do with um, if you've ever seen an astrology chart, you know, it's a wheel um, cut into 12 it's slices, basically. And even if you don't have any planets in the sign of Aries, it will be somewhere in your, um, in one of those wheels. It'll have to do with one of the areas of your life. Okay. So, okay. Hmm. interesting. How? Yep. I, I, I was just <laughs> going to say, I, I was thinking, we'd talked about this, but I was thinking back to um, studying astrology oh, many yeah. years ago, <laughs> and it, it was fine at first, but then it got to the mathematics of it. And, yeah. and that started to give me a headache because it reminded me too much of and junior high school. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. Math and I broke um, up a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what, what kind of astrology do you do? That would be one of the first questions I okay. want to ask. All right. Um, and, and I do have to say the math is not my favorite part as well. Um, I'm very right. glad that everything is computerized. Uh, <laughs> math was not my strong point in school at all. Um, but definitely that is one of the things that will bring a lot of people to astrology because it's very scientific. It's all mathematical. And it's all relationships. Um, so... That's one of the good aspects, you know. And we can tell the kids, see. Exactly. Learn your math, you know. You actually will use it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was the science before astronomy came into being even. That was what was studied to look at the stars and the planets and our relationship to the universe. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and there's so many types of astrology. I'm glad that you asked me, you know, what kind of astrology do you do? Because most people... um, well, a lot of people don't even know that there are a lot of different types of astrology and a lot of um, different ways that you can use it. Um, I specialize in evolutionary astrology, which is um, focusing on um, your free will. You know, it's to empower the person to make the best possible choices with the information. Uh, it also looks at past life um, scenarios and past life ruts that you could get into and then what is your evolutionary growth point in this lifetime? Like, what are you working um, towards bringing in spiritually? Um, And obviously, you know, in any astrological practice, you have to really know the basics. basics. It's like um, music where, you know, you have to learn the notes, you have to practice the scales, and then you can just riff 
you know, so and, technical and first, exactly right? mm-hmm. like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but with astrology, you know, I practice Western astrology. There's Vedic astrology, which means um, which is um, it's you know what we'd call Eastern the um, zodiac that they use. It can it's a be different. yeah, it can be anywhere from twenty one to twenty three degrees different, and that has to do with the prece- precession of the equinox. That's a whole kind of. It's another talk. It's a whole another <laughs> thing. A whole yeah. Thing. Oh, this is exciting. Um, but I always say, you know what? All roads lead to Rome. Um, <laughs> you have to go with what works for you. And with anybody, any you know, you do healing, um, any kind of thing, um, any person you go to, an astrologer, or a healer, you know, it has to resonate with you, exactly. and it has to be useful to you. So, um, types of astrology, financial astrology. Um, mundane astrology, which is world politics, which we kind of got into. <laughs> I um, love that it's called mundane. Yeah, 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 isn't that funny? Mundane. Well, the world, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, yeah. yeah. Medical <laughs> astrology, financial and, and astrology. Are you connected into medical? You do a med- um, medical astrology? I, I have studied medical astrology okay. a bit, um, particularly um, like uh, choosing surgery times for people. You know, a lot of people wouldn't think Amazing. of that. Love yes. that. As well, uh, obviously, there's no perfect day. But <laughs> if you can take out some obstacles and have the easiest um, oh aspects, the I easiest. Oh, my thought about that. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's really amazing and it's and it's a really good thing helpful. to it's yeah. very helpful yeah when we had our uh pre-interview mm-hmm. we were talking about how um astrology can be used as like guidelines like um an outline oh definitely um i like people will say you know life doesn't come with a guidebook <laughs> i feel like yes it does it's your astrology chart it's a map um and Obviously, when you have a map, you can go by the map or you can decide not to go by the map or you can look at your map and see different routes. So that to me is what the astrology is all about is, you know, it's funny because actually Anana and I used to sit together in um, a mediumship development group. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. years and years ago. And um, she one time, um, one evening, she got a message saying, um, you are the one who charts the sacred pathways. And I can't believe you. Rem- I don't even remember well, that. Y- you know, <laughs> think, but, that, but that's the way messages come. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. just thought, well, no pressure, Lori. But, um, <laughs> but it really, that's exactly, you know, astrology to me is like a sacred oh. pathway. Yeah. And, um, y- you know, looking at your chart, it can give you, a lot of information of how to um, best navigate in this uh, incarnation. I like I likened it to um, have you know that you you have a medical test that tells you the predisposition you have to various things from arthritis Definitely. to Good diabetes example. and so forth. Right, and then then if you don't have the, whether you have those things or not right. going on for you, then you have choices of what to do. And Such a good example, yeah, Anana. Totally. Okay. It, it's exactly like that. You have predispositions, 
And just like that, you get, you know, the information from, you know, these medical tests and you can choose whether you're going to have that uh, ho-ho or you're going to, you know. <laughs> Broccoli. Usually yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. There right. you go. Um, it, exactly. So it, it is. It's about empowering you to make good decisions um, or the best, quote unquote, decisions possible in the prevailing situations. Have you ever had someone say, but I've always wanted to be a great writer and nothing in their chart tells you that they're no. headed in that direction? Ooh, thank God. No, or, or is it more now we can talk about what those things are in your chart that would yeah, that's you, that maybe you could work with or be pointed up for you definitely to head in that direction if you feel like you're being held back or blocked. Yeah, certainly. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. That's usually okay. the type of um, clients that I will get is um, that are usually going through a big transformation, a big transition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's when people most look for guidance. Look for guidance. Um, confirmation. Yeah. Exactly, and um, that's where I really feel like the astrology is very helpful because I can help them with, you know, this is where you may be shooting yourself in the foot. And this is where you need to take action. And this is where you can push through. And this is what you need to release. And often people will say, um, oh, my God, I'm just so glad I'm not crazy. And, And really, that to me is usually what people are looking for when they're going to see somebody mm-hmm. else is they want that feedback of, am I on the right path? Am I on yes. the right track? And mm-hmm. and they just need that support. And then they get that and a little bit more, you know, a little bit extra of, you know, helping them to really be inspired. And that's really what I look for is to help people be inspired. I was wondering how you got to astrology and um, what was your spiritual background? Okay. Um, you know, I've always, as far as I, long as I can remember, I was interested in astrology. Even when I was a child, I was buying um, <laughs> astrology books when I was like eight and nine. At the grocery store? At the grocery yeah. store, exactly. Um, Sydney Omar, this is giving my age totally. Or remember, <laughs> you know, in the machines they, they used to have, you get those print. star scrolls. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but they still print his books too. Oh so yeah, definitely classics. Um, so so definitely, and I was a big reader as a child. Um, that yeah. was always encouraged, and um, I did. Um, you know, I think I always kind of had like more of a metaphysical metaphysical bent. Um, my mother, my mother, my mom <laughs> grew up um, in Catholic schools, so she was kind of um, traumatized by nuns. So we didn't really, you know, have that, um, you know, strong religion. But it was it was very open. Um, my brother um, died when I was ten. My oldest brother, he was nineteen, mm. and he died suddenly. Um, and that was just a few months after my grandmother mm. um, had died suddenly. So. You know, at a very young age, I had a lot of um, very difficult experiences yeah. and things that really, you know, put um, death will always, most often, put people on a path of questioning and also looking at life and seeking meaning. So I came to that pretty young. Wow. Yeah, there's so many questions, young. I mean, yeah, e- exactly. Um, 
today. Thank goodness. That even, that, that's a lovely thing in, in terms also of the tarot, that the death card is transformation. Exactly. It's, nev- it's never, f- that one is never physical death like the right. movies and TV yeah. shows right. yeah. say. But what a, what a beautiful thing to say that death will always be the thing um, when it happens in your life that makes you pause, makes you go within, makes you think about where am I in my life and and start to look at maybe your callings, the callings For you sure. have in your life. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, Beautiful. Uh, oh, boy. Um, just <laughs> It's funny because um, Sheila Marie was saying about, you know, how did you get started? And actually it's it's – in the when I got serious about astrology, um, it was also because of death. Um, well, it turned out to be, but uh, because I'd kind of put it off doing my metaphysical um, things, you know, as very psychic and uh, medium, and but I I wanted a real job, you know, nine to five, something stable, <laughs> and um, so not an actor. No, no, not that either. Yeah. <laughs> Although we do, we all do acting. But, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, yeah. the we're acting all, We're is, all in roles. And we we're talked about this. Roles, yeah. I, I really feel that actors and actresses um, really channel. You know, they, they, to me, reach into something that is divine. They bring, yes. make something out of nothing. Um, it's mm-hmm. just the ego that has to, we have to watch out for, which is, you know, in, in every, everything. Everything, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, everything you're in, you have, where you have to be in the moment from writing, I found, to acting, mm-hmm. um, right. music, people, you know, every, all the brilliant musicians who talk about artwork. Um, about writing a piece and it just came it started flowing mm-hmm. you know, yes an idea sparks and then it starts right. flowing definitely it definitely and it's funny because that's the way i do astrology and people will uh, um often um say you know what kind of you know reading can i expect do you do like a year prediction and i'm like well i kind of plan those type of things but then you know when i get going it's like whoa where did that come out of you know and a lot often the things that come out of my mouth are not what i've prepared on the sheet Um, because you're a medium as well yeah so you're intuitive yeah yeah and and i always pray for whatever is the highest best good for the person coming you know and it may not definitely be what i'm thinking um at the time that i met you when when, how had mediumship come in for you, or how long had you been um, doing mediumship? And I'm trying to remember how long ago that was. Yeah, <laughs> that we met, you know, but, I didn't really um, start doing, um, get into the mediumship until about 2007. Um, it was, too, okay. You know, yes, seriously, yes. Um, I really didn't think I was a medium. Um, now, oh my gosh, uh, had I known all this information much younger, it would have been so much more helpful. <laughs> I just thought these were, you know, these voices in my head, which they were, but, um, not, but, as... but not the way you were thinking. Exactly. Not like, yeah. Not like that. Yeah. But I, but I but did. But you do need proof. I think, I think the best things you do start with major doubt and yeah. you have to prove it to yourself. You have to have information come in that shows you the way and shows you, you know, what, what this is or why this is or why it's showing up now. Um, and for me, yeah, that's what I was that's what I was doing at our circle too was going, okay, people tell me I'm this, but I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to see some proof some... here. <laughs> yeah. Well it was funny because I never I'm 
no one had ever told me that I was. I just, that's a whole nother story we could do on that. That's mm. really interesting how I did end up getting into mediumship. But that had to mm. do with my brother who is, um, that had died, um, you know, at 19. And he's kind of always been around me. Oh, he's always reminding <laughs> me not to take things so seriously. Um, and Good message. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, in astrology, you know, Pluto represents like the death card in tarot. That's yes. why I'm saying, you know, all roads lead to Rome and whatever resonates with you. Whereas if somebody is getting a tarot card reading and death comes up, um, if you're having an astrology reading, you're going to have a very strong Pluto signature, which mm. is about death. But death is always about transformation. It always leads into something else. And there's always a gift. And even though, boy, we want to hang on to these things, you know, especially in this um finite world you know we want these tangible things and it makes us feel secure and we just want to hold on to them um but heaven forbid the bottom falls out exactly and you know we have to trust yeah. and um yes oh the t word yes right uh, that's a big one yeah yeah no. so um i just go back quickly to getting into astrology yeah. seriously uh years ago i had um a cat, um, Sparky, my most fantastic Sparky. cat. Yeah, um, just really a magical cat. You know, we would say, oh, that's great. <laughs> like, um, you know, when people, um, you know, a familiar, the term yes, familiar, he would have definitely been my familiar. Um, but uh, he went missing and it just broke my oh, heart. And yeah. at the time, my... Um, ex-husband had some friends, an older Hungarian couple, and she had suffered a stroke. And he was telling them about, you know, the situation with my cat. And she says, well, you know, I used to do horary astrology, but since I've had a stroke, you know, I don't do it anymore. So Mm -hmm. let me um, give you information on this. Horary comes from um, the word hour. So it's based on when you ask a question and it's, um, you, it's good for locating things. So it's another specialty in astrology. Wow. I don't do that. It's very meticulous. <laughs> it's a whole set of, of these other rules. Um, and Aries can only take so many rules. <laughs> Something about being right in the hour yeah, see, will but, help you Well, what it is is something? they run the chart for the time that you ask a question. <gasps> and oh, then wow. so, you know, so I ha- wanted to know, okay, where is my cat? And so she connected me to um, an astrologer who did that type of astrology. And he did the chart and he said certain things, you know, that my cat would not um, return in the same condition as, you know, when I had lost it. And he gave me an idea of when it would come up. And um, it could mean so many things. Yes. Well, I'm I'm trying for brevity's sake. Um, And. Yeah, I didn't think that would be, that was a good portent. Um, mm. And it did turn out that my I did find my cat a week later, and he had been killed. Mm. Um, and through this series of events, I started to study astrology with this teacher. And I mm. always feel like, you know, this cat, Spike you know, led exactly. You, led you there. Exactly. Yeah. Led me to the work that I really mm. was supposed to be doing. And... Um, and, and I'm always grateful for that, although it's very emotional, even all these years later to talk about it. But um, you never know what um, 
tragedies or things that are difficult in your life are going to lead you to um, really important things in your life that can bring a lot of rewards and, mm-hmm. and benefits and blessings. Extraordinary. Well, that's interesting because my cat, my favorite cat, mm-hmm. um, Samson, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that's how I met Anana because I needed to know was this time for Sammy to go? Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, so then ultimately here we are and our cat's well, up there. There we go. So look at this. All right. We're surrounded uh, by cats. We're, yeah, cat, we're cat ladies. <laughs> cat <Yes>. ladies. <laughs> Not really. I leave that to my mother. Yeah. Notice no one said crazy cat ladies. Yes, but well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> not yet. Maybe in my as older far, age. As far as, as far as I know, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, crazy people don't don't typically say they are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> okay, there is that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, in do you do you do other um are there other practices? What do you do to maintain your being? Maintain my being. Yes. Oh. Um, um well, I I definitely I will see other healers and other practitioners. I always recommend that for People, especially if you do healing work, mm-hmm. um, it's mm-hmm. so important as a healer. And, and I do consider myself mm-hmm. a healer because yes. of um, what I do. I see the healing that comes through. Um, I'm also trained as a massage therapist, oh, a certified mm-hmm. reflexologist. Um, oh, do you meditate? So, I Which meditate. Is my, if, I <laughs> if, if you've listened to this yes. show at all, meditation. Well, I know that you do. I know that you do meditation, and, and yeah. you teach it, and also yoga, which I've done um, classes um, where you've, um, you know, it's just been. It just. I just want to say about Inanna, in case um, she's just such <laughs> a lovely person. When you go and um, have any kind of. Um, treatment with her any kind of experience with her she's just very calm very peaceful it's just very supportive so i just wanted to say that because really um that's you know something i always think of when i think of you but i do meditate i try to do it every day and as i was saying earlier to you (laughs) ladies it is a public service that i meditate um i i thought that was the funniest thing Oh, yeah. So I'm such a better person. In any of us <laughs> who yeah. meditate and know we should be meditating, oh. it's a public service. And yeah. That's perfect. And <laughs> it that's really, perfect. yeah, it makes, and it makes things just flow so much more easy. Um, but still, I will say, obviously, um, you know, I can be, be totally blissed out and I am the light of the universe. <laughs> that does not apply to when I get in my car, <laughs> you know, it, 10 minutes later, <laughs> 10 minutes later, I am like screaming at how someone is so stupid. And I'm like, Lori, that is not very spiritual, is it? No, no. But perhaps it's taken down it a is. little bit oh, by the definitely. Meditation. The meditation, it just brings me back quicker, you know. It does. Yes, that's very true. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, what is so? How do you give a consultation, um, or or do you? Yes. So how do you do so a reading? How do I do a reading? In evolutionary astrology, is there a chart? Oh yeah, there must be. Yeah, <laughs> every every astrologer, you know, will run a chart. All right. Um, so there's always that. Like I said, there's always the basics. You always have to. Um, you have to start from the natal chart. Um, that's your birth chart. It's funny because you mentioned about like um, medical tests. I look at the natal chart, your birth chart, as your DNA. It's like your spiritual DNA. Yeah. And so baby, 
baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> baby. But it is. It's like a baby, you know. It's like you're born with all this potential. And then um, as you grow and you have experiences, then you gain that wisdom. But just as a physical body will grow through, so your chart will change. You'll always have like your specific DNA to you. But then throughout the years, you'll have um, your chart progressed through the years. So it'll show what you're working on at this time, like, you know, what you've grown into. Um, Yeah, so I always need the person's date of birth, their time, and the place to, you know, run the chart. And then I look at it, and we schedule an appointment, and um, then I tell them what I I got. And usually I don't... um, focus too much on questions unless they just have a really burning thing. I like mm-hmm. to get it usually at the end of the reading because what is most pressing will be really obvious in the chart. Oh, so, come up. Yes. Okay. Um, and we had talked about um, past lives mm-hmm. also come up mm-hmm. on the chart. Yeah. Um, in ev- evolutionary astrology, that would be indicated by um, the south node of the moon and then the north node of the moon um, represents, you know, the evolutionary growth point, what we're trying to integrate in this lifetime. And the moon is very much, it's really, it's the nodes, all the planets have nodes. And that's basically has to do with the orbit and the ecliptic um, points on those. But the moon deals with the past. It deals with our emotions, what we do unconsciously. It's the habits. So that's oh, kind of, you know, why I think the the moon is used. Um, we, we had talked about that, um, about the habits, mm-hmm. because uh, you said sometimes we pick that up from our past lives. Exactly. And that's why um, we look at the nodes of the moon. So mm-hmm. now can you tell if that's past lives or could you also tell if that's parents or your environment would, it, would, would your environment well, it, well, come up oh definitely it can and and the thing is is Powerful. that that can all be very related because in in my belief we reincarnate in soul groups yes and often I agree with that um we have a similar setup uh when we're very young to situations that we might have had in past lives and when i look at a past um scenarios for past lives uh, in someone's chart it's uh, doesn't necessarily mean these were your only past lives. You know, we've had many, many past lives. But in this particular um, incarnation, we're working on these types of themes from other past lives. Right. And often I will, you know, throw out a few different scenarios and they're like, oh, my God, yes, I had that. You know, and I did. <laughs> oh, and I did that, too. And, you know, and so we have these themes that, mm-hmm. um, you know, are they're pretty evident usually. Oh, that's incredible. I wanted to say one thing. Um, this is not a mutual admiration society, but um, I, after knowing Lori for a while, um, she did a chart for me, and she also Lucky. did a chart for my husband. And I have never known, I think to this day, um, such love, in, certainly in an astrological session, mm. as I did with her. And boy, did she know me a lot more than I thought she would, (laughs) which is perfectly fine. But it was extraordinary because it wasn't only, oh, you know, here, here, how many um, planets are in this house and here's this and that. And then just a little definition of it. But it was a deep spiritual reading. So it, it, 
it certainly became clear that um, receiving a chart means the person reading for you gets to know you more. So believe me, she got to know a lot more (laughs) about me. But it was extraordinary um, what I received from Lori in particular. If you get a chance to have a chart done by Lori, it was deeply spiritual. It, I felt embraced and supported as she talked about things that were going on in my emotional world, um, in in my pat the patterns of my life and my growth, um, what I had where I had been and where I was going or the possibilities of where I could go. Um, she was kind and gentle and generous. And um, I would recommend her wholeheartedly, which is why I invited her here oh, today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh. And and what I mean, I think you, you had said something along those lines. You really do get to know yeah. who a person is in their in their chart. Uh, you have people kind of taken aback. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I, I sometimes um, I forget, but I usually tell people, if you don't want me to know everything, um, don't have me do your chart. <laughs> I and, was going to say, that's very personal. That's, yeah. yeah. And, and I do have to um, sometimes navigate, you know, what I um should tell a person or not as to what they're conscious about because Mm -hmm. sometimes you know you can see if someone um has had very difficult we'll just say um things to deal with in life Mm -hmm. and um you know and usually they're coming because some maybe some of those things are starting to come up um i remember i did a reading a phone reading for a woman uh, i think she was in missouri um but definitely you know in i'd never met her and, you know, about halfway in, she goes, oh, my God, have you been following me all my life? <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. But to me, that's just the beauty of astrology. And also, um, if you have an astrologer that really is connected, my mentor uh, used to say, um, you know, the astrology is never wrong. And it's never, you know, the astrology is always right. It's that you have to have an artist, you know, interpreting it. And then also you have to connect with the person. And I may not be that person for everybody. And, mm. and you know, right. I hope that... You jive with different people. Exactly. Right. Just like anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I have a question. Uh-huh. So do you, have you, um, when you meet somebody to date, mm-hmm. do you do their chart and like, oh... Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Not uh, date. Or is that too much information and you want to learn from the person themselves? Uh, well, that that is very funny because I was actually on a trip recently and I met this guy and he was, you know, all about maybe getting to know me. And as soon as I found out some things about him, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. And and that had very much had to do with my own prior experience with that particular sign and you know and and what it brings into my life um been there done that yes right Mm -hmm. and um but you know what that's i'm glad you brought it up because relationship um it's called synastry is um one of the things uh when you look at um relationship astrology Mm -hmm. so powerful so important and no matter what Everyone has free will. You can see charts that look absolutely great together. You can see ones that you'd say, oh, my gosh, they'd never get together. And they've been married 27 years. They're like, oh, right. we're perfectly happy. Yeah. 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 But it, it's really um, – I do not – I try not to look at someone's chart, you know, as soon as I meet them because – 
I just don't think that's fair. It's like uh, opening the present before Christmas, right? Well, it's it's also, you know, kind of um, prejudging and like mm-hmm. having, I don't want to go in with preconceived yeah, ideas, exactly. um, you know, like let the person have their, yeah. you know, be who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think once a relationship is established, it's so important um, if you can have your um, charts looked at together, um, it will help you in communication Particularly, you know, a lot of people will look at the Mars and Venus because it's all about the love and the sex. But if your moons are not compatible, the moon is where you feel secure. You know, it's like your home. It's where you feel secure. And if you have difficult aspects between those, you really need to find out about that because you will be making each other feel insecure and it will cause a lot of tension. So um, there's a lot of things that... You know, and also the Mercury is the way that you think, the way you relate to someone. Mm-hmm. So you can, it's very helpful to know, you know, kind of where someone's coming from. Coming from. Right. That would make a great wedding gift, wouldn't it? Oh, mm. yeah. If the person's into it. If they're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I'm sitting there thinking of a skit where it's like, I'm sorry, I can't marry you. Look at <laughs> Look this, at this chart. <laughs> oh, that is it. Well, no, but she said think... wedding gift. It's already done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. no. They should be. They should be coming before the wedding. Before the <laughs> engagement gift. Yes, <laughs> the engagement special. Exactly. <laughs> but my feeling would be anyway. I'm, I, I, the whole scenario has played out now uh-huh. in my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is I'm what happens. I'm feeling already though if someone is willing to leave you because of a chart or a reading or something yeah. they were probably already the willing to leave <laughs> to mm-hmm. begin with so oh, one foot was so, out the door yeah. so you, you might as well just look at each other's yeah. charts no <laughs> for sure go for, forward it, with you know what exactly what no feels one feels right to you right yeah. and yeah. exactly that's why I was saying it has that's to resonate great. with you because yeah. exactly if you're using you know an astrologer and an astrology chart to you know hang your um, I'm out. leaving you yeah no there's 50 ways to leave your lover and I don't think the astrology chart is on there but it could be it could you know? be in our new movie it will be. so no it's it's like I said you know oh gosh, it's for yeah. empowerment there's always yes. free will yes. making the best decisions um yeah so one last question mm-hmm. that I had, because that was it was my it was probably my first question, but let's take okay. it to the last one, which is about the world as it is now. Have astrologers seen um, a, a Donald Trump? Have they seen where the world is going? This is a I already before there was a there before. I'm sorry. I'm stuttering about him. Um, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I want to say that. I'm sorry. Instead of saying I'm sorry, I'm going to say I'm before, sorry. Before this political mm-hmm. <laughs> regime, the world was in a transformative state. Would astrologers have seen this coming? No. Would, would some of them have Hi- the mundane astrology? Hilarious. Things? Any astrologer <laughs> would have seen this coming. Um, ah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it, right. it, it not only was in a transformative state, it is in, in. a transformative That's state. That's how we're feeling. I agree. Um, yes. Well, you know, in particular, um, the um, transcendental planets those are the planets that are furthest out that would be pluto pluto is a planet 
Stop trying to make it not. Those are the only. Those Thank are, you. Those are the people that fear Scorpios. Science, <laughs> science has. Ooh, that's ooh, a good one. What you yeah. said. Actually, it's come back in. Yes. It is now no. reestablished as a no, planet again. I, yeah, I know. It made me laugh. I'm like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, um, you know, Pluto, Neptune, Uranus. Um, those are the planets that most deal with uh, more of like the mass consciousness, um, group consciousness, and the. Pluto moves very slowly. So these aspects, they take a long time, but they really transform things. So, um, oh, goodness me. I'm sorry if I don't have it right because I was not prepared for this, and I should know. And um, I think it was right around um, just like I think coming into 2008, 2009, but no, 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 a little bit later than that. Anyways, by 2012 for sure. Um we had the planets Pluto and Uranus making an aspect, a very difficult one, a square, mm-hmm. and that went on for several years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was tough. That um, was tough. Exactly. And the last time that those planets were together in an aspect was in the 60s. Look at that. And we had laughing. Yeah, but we weren't laughing. Oh <laughs> yes, we did. As oh my goodness! But see, that's the thing. There's so much artistry that comes out of this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nixon, Nixon, was Patty Hearst. Oh no, she was seventies. So, so the last time we had um, an aspect where Pluto and Uranus to get were together, it was a different aspect. It wasn't a square, and we were getting kind of technical here, but it was a conjunction. Um, they were together, and that was throughout the early 60s into the late 60s. And so we had um, all the civil rights movements. We had a lot of revolution. Sit-ins. We had, exactly. And so we kind of missed the freaking boat, people, um, consciousness-wise, in these last several years. You know, no matter what, the way this world works, um, it's a school. We get lessons. And what happens when you don't get your lessons? You keep getting more. Mm -hmm. So that's a (laughs) lot. We repeated our grade. Exactly. (laughs) We're we're a bit in Groundhog Day. Mm. Um, Oh, great. And so that's the thing is that Mm -hmm. we really, um, and and not to say we got it all wrong, but these things are coming up to be healed. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what, even though we look and we see a lot of things we don't, um, you know, maybe necessarily agree with. Um, they definitely bring us lessons. And the thing is, is to not get into despair about it because these are things um, that had they not come up, they wouldn't have gotten healed um, or had the opportunity to get healed. Um, particularly the planet Pluto is going through the sign of Capricorn. And so with Pluto, I talked about that being death and regeneration. Um, Whatever sign it's in is what's getting revamped. And so when Pluto's, you know, going through Capricorn, it's going to be um, very much burning down the house of um, who's in charge. You know, it it has deals with corporations, um, respect, um, people that are in leadership. And these people are going to, and men, these people are going to be called mm. out. You know, they're going to be called Me into too. accounting of, um, you know, what's working, what's not working. 
And as um, when Pluto was going through the sign of Sagittarius, that's when we had all the stuff come up with the church. So it basically uproots oh. anything that um, really needs to be transformed. You know, when it was going through Scorpio, Pluto was going through Scorpio, we had um, all of the um, AIDS epidemic going on. And so it really brings to light what is in shadow. And we are cruising the light and the shadow. Light shadow. Absolutely. So, um, wow. so yeah, so Full that's circle right yeah. there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. The, all the information we received today. And I do think we'll have you back. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I can. I can see it in the stars. Oh <laughs> yes, because you're starry. I love that. I love it. So, so we have something fun that's going to happen right now mm. where Lori's going to look a little bit at Sheila Marie's, um, not not her whole chart, but birth signs, some aspects. And I gave her uh, my information prior because I just want Lori to have my information, not the whole world. So. Yes, <laughs> I, I will not be revealing that. Good idea. Um, but let's see. Uh, okay, so here I am looking at her chart. And... Um, and I, ha this is my first time meeting Sheila Marie, but I do know that you're in the entertainment industry and you do acting, correct? Uh, I was actress and okay. now I'm producer. Okay, fantastic. Um, because when I look at her chart, I see that she has a lot of planets in the 12th house. So when you look at an astrology chart, um, and I was saying how there's 12 segments, um, they would be like stages. The 12th house correlates to um, the sign of Pisces. So even though your planets might not be in the sign of Pisces, just because they're placed in the 12th house, it brings in a lot of Pisces energy. And <clears throat> Pisces has to do with um, things that are unseen. It has to do with film. It has to do with creativity, imagination. And this is going to be funny. Maybe you'll think it's amusing. I do. <laughs> is that often people with um, a lot of planets, particularly the sun, because you do have your sun placed in the 12th house. Um, yeah. I see a lot of actors and actresses, but also lawyers. Oh. <laughs> you know, exactly. Because what do they do? You know, they create... They Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and there is also they a stage do stand presence. On a stage. There exactly. Is. Yes. Right. And yeah. I've met many lawyers who've turned actors and vice versa. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, so there is that. So I would look at that, uh, you know, uh, um, initially and just say, wow. And, and it also makes you very sensitive, very sensitive to your environment, you yeah. know, that you can really um, pick up. Um, whatever you're around. It's like it makes you very absorbent. You're like brawny. And, <laughs> but then again, because you do that, then you will need to take more care in, um, you know, having better boundaries, you know, with people and, and trying to be really <laughs> conscious of that because you will take on a lot of stuff that's not quite your own. You're like, gosh, I feel not so great right now when I was feeling wonderful but you were just around someone that, you know, they... they sh <laughs> Until they sh this person came yes, in the room. Yes, exactly. They, um, and interesting, because I see that your son... Remember I was saying how my son is right next to the planet Saturn? Um, your son is right in between Pluto and Uranus. So first of all, even though you're a Virgo, with Pluto right next to it, it's going to make you very scorpionic. 
So oh, it's wow. it's gonna yeah. So uh, I am gonna just throw this out there is that it could make you very obsessive. What um, me? Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, God, <don't>. never. liar. <laughs> She's lying. It's the lawyer coming out. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. I protest. No, what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because. Um, you know, uh, Virgo can ve- very much be. You know, it's it's this one of the signs that worries the most. But <laughs> oh but Scorpio is very much, um, you know, the one that obsesses the most. So when you have the those two combined, um, but it's great because you're you're very. Um, You'd be great to have to work with because you'd be like, you know, covering everything, you know, Attentive. exactly. <laughs> and go. she brings the first aid kit. I do. Oh, exactly. Awesome. It's in my car right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Exactly. And and, um, you know, and, and Virgo very much loves to be of service. Yes. You know, they want to do something better. And they like they love to help people out. It's one of the beautiful things about Virgo. Aww. So whatever help you <laughs> give, it's wonderful. going to be very deep, and oh, it's very yay. going to be very thoughtful. Um, but and funny, beautiful. you also have Uranus right next to your Sun. So this um, and in the Pluto and the Sun are in the sign of Virgo, but then Uranus is in Libra, even though it's still close because the. You're at the. I'm cuspy. Yes, exactly. You're at the very <laughs> end of Virgo. Here's a Kleenex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tissue. Bless you. Um, so with Uranus there, um, you know that's very much an innovator. You know, you see, um, it, you know, it's it's kind of a beautiful combination because with the Virgo you see what can be, and with the Uranus there, it's it's very. Um, you can just download things really quick. And just you can make changes and, and you can instigate changes with people. I always, you know, look at people like you as an, um, an agent of change, ooh, you know, ooh, and, and you nice. know intuitively what to do, you oh, know, cool. um, and but very independent. You know, you have to have a lot of freedom. You have to have a lot of space and very original. You know, even though you feel like, you know, you like to be safe, Virgo likes to do what's known and what's routine. Um, But then there's this little wild card side of you that's like, (laughs) oh, I'm breaking out of here. You know? You know, yeah. Yeah, I've had to start facing that. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, I'm sure you have over several years ago. I, there was some pretty tough stuff you went through. Um, but um, in, There in, is a cat in you then, too. That's the independent yeah, <laughs> wild side. Yeah, exactly. Um, in, and in the sky right now, um, I would definitely say that you've really been um, doing some healing work. You know, and it could have been physically, it could have been in your work and integrating um, the work that you do to be more healing and to bring awareness um, to people uh, for healing. Um, Obviously, we're here doing this. I mean, that's a no brainer, Um, stating the obvious. Um, But just personally, um, you know, and and over the next um, few months, that's going to be really upfront for you. Oh, I, boy. Yeah, I, yeah I, it is. I can see. And, <laughs> you know, we can, I won't go, I won't go on too much about that. You know, we, we can talk about that a little bit later. But um, <laughs> I, I would say not the easiest time recently. We'll go have some coffee after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some coffee. Yeah. But, you know, so really, um, basically, uh, I don't know, we're coming close to the yeah. end, I think. Yeah. But um, it's, it really has been, uh, bringing to your awareness um, some maybe some deep wounds that you've had, and no matter what, the gift is that when you heal those things, you can always give those to people. So it's basically a Chiron transit. So we'll just 
Dang. Oh, All go. right. Yeah. More terminology. You know, I, I'm looking at the time. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. Let's leave this, but I would like to know, I would like to have Lori talk about where we can reach yes, her. Yes, please. Oh. Or if there's any event or anything Oh, my goodness. Up. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah um, my Facebook page. Um, I know, uh, you know, some people are on Facebook. Some people aren't. Um, Sweet Life Astrology. Um, that's my Facebook page. Also, sweetlifeastrology.com. Um, that's my very outdated website, which will be updated soon when Mercury goes retrograde. Um, that's a good mm. thing to do when Mercury's retrograde is redo things. Um, my phone number is 310-963-3145 if you'd like to book an appointment. And I do in person. I do over the phone, um, Skype, you know. Skype. I love Skype. Me too. You know, over the computer. You know, different ways now when we have so many ways over the computer to do it. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. And Miss Anana, you've got some stuff happening. A few things. Yes. um, um, As always, you can find information about upcoming events on my website, inanamoon.com, I-N-A-N-N-A, moon.com. And um, on March, Friday, March 23rd, and then the following Friday, the 30th, um, I have a channeling evening coming up with my friend Francine Ong. Um, The first one is at Indigo Alliance in Pasadena, and the 30th will be at Golden Soul. But again, on my website, as I've been reporting, um, and I will talk a little more about this later on, I will be doing a class at Lilydale Assembly in New York, and that's on July 3rd, and I'm very excited Yay, about that. I'm excited about it. I'm excited <laughs> about all your classes, but Lilydale, <laughs> fantastic. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I want to go was invited that. to go there, so. Um, and very I happy. have. Um, yes, please, Sheila Marie, share. <laughs> um, I have artistriseupla.com. Go check that out. We have an event coming up. Artist Rise Up Los Angeles um, is... Uh, where we take our activism to the stage. Because wow. as we spoke, there's a lot going on and we have things to talk about and we're here to heal. So right. artistriseupla.com, check it out. We have an event coming up in April. Woo, wonderful. And so, thank you, Lori, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's great. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us in Cruising the Light and Shadow. This is Anana Moon. I am Sheila Kicha Marie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Hi, this is Anana Moon. I'll be teaching a six week online tarot course called A Beginner's Tarot, A Soul's Journey. That'll be from April 17th to May 22nd. You can find all the information on my website. I hope you'll join me. So this is going to be a little bonus track. All right. Yeah, I wanted to just mention that um, Mercury retrograde period is coming up. Mercury will go retrograde um, uh, three times a year, and it's um, always for three weeks. And a lot of times people just dread Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Um, and, but there are benefits. Yes, there can be miscommunications. Um, you, It's really great to, uh, if you're traveling, go somewhere you have been before. 
I don't usually recommend going somewhere you haven't been before because retro, you know, you want to go over. And that's the benefit of Mercury Retrograde is going over, um, redoing something that um, you need to revisit. Often you can hear from people that you haven't heard from in a long time. Um, You can also reach out. It's good for business for reaching out to people, Um, old clients. It's not the best for starting new, you know, with new clients or anything like that. Unless, of course, um, you know, you want to have to redo something. Like it's notorious because Mercury rules communication that you don't sign any contracts during Mercury retrograde because you will either miss something um, because you're moving too fast, not paying attention, um, or there is some kind of miscommunication. But usually if you do have to sign a contract during Mercury retrograde, you will have to go back and revise it. And Um, often it will be when Mercury goes retrograde again, might not be the next one. It could be next one. Um, so just keep that in mind. Sometimes people actually want to be able to sign a contract when they know that they can be able to rework it. Uh, um, I agree, negotiate. Yeah, but, you know, it's not, you know, typically it's not recommended. Like if you're buying a home, uh, if you're doing surgery, stuff like that. Getting married? Um, maybe if it's your second marriage. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay, that's good to know. Exactly. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, so Mercury will go retrograde, uh, be retrograde, March 22nd until uh, April, let's see, April 15th. And it's going to be retrograde in the sign of Aries. So <laughs> in a, it will be, a, you know, this, this is a thing that a lot of people don't understand about astrology, where the thing is it will affect, periods like this will affect you more if it hits the degrees in your chart. So if you are in Aries, then it will be a little bit um more affecting you and you know it is an opportunity everything in life is an opportunity uh, i always say uh, opportunity opportunity quote unquote challenge of um how you communicate and particularly being in aries aries are known for being very direct um <laughs> and you know and maybe we might need to watch that or um you know take a look at that but varies are all varies um <laughs> aries are also aries known varies. for being uh, very honest and mm-hmm. that is because they just don't have the time to um think about you know keeping track of lies so there can be um a lot of times when mercury's retrograde you know truths revealed so um so that so this is just the heads up is just to know Mercury's already entered what's called a shadow period, yes. um, which uh, just, um, I think it starts today, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, that means that Mercury is now at the degree of when it will actually go direct. Um, so anyways, just saying Mercury retrograde is a bit longer period than the actual retrograde because you have kind of the... Um, Coming into the phase. Yes, you know, the slowing down. Exactly. I liken it to like if you have a cruise ship, it doesn't just stop and turn around. You know, if you're driving a car, Mm. you have to put the brakes on and you have a slowing down period and then you stop and then you put it in reverse (laughs) and then you go backwards. So, (laughs) you know, you just keep that in mind. It's not like, oh, it's off, it's on. Um, (laughs) 
So, but uh, I think, and I think you mentioned it, but I know when we were talking prior to this, that um, Mercury retrograde doesn't necessarily mean it's something negative. It could, um, like you said, it could. Right. Exactly. It can mean slow down, take your time. Exactly. Exactly. Because Mercury, you know, typically is very frenetic. You know, it's very much about it wants to move fast. Um, It's about exchange, uh, communication. So when it um, goes retrograde, it doesn't actually goes backwards. You know, I I like to tell people, think about <laughs> She's picked up on it good. What is it? Yeah. It's, a <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a military. Uncle Martin coming it, in. It, it, do, it does. It sounds like military um, helicopter. Mm. Um, I, I tell people, um, okay, so Mercury, it doesn't actually go backwards. It's kind of like when you're driving on the freeway and you pull up next to a car and the wheels appear to be spinning backwards. It's just the difference in the speed of the two planets between Earth and Mercury. So that's actually a good image is it gets your attention when you look over and you're like, is that going backwards? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's typically, you know, Mercury retrograde scenarios of you have to go, what? And, And it's really good to just be patient because there can be miscommunications, you know, just re-verify information, make sure you understand what the person, you know, is saying and what you're understanding is the same thing, right. you know. And, and you know, and, and sometimes people might think you're stupid, but it's better, you know, to be safe than sorry. Absolutely. So it's a gift yet again. <laughs> yet again, another True. opportunity to yeah. improve our communication <laughs> skills. Yes. Well, thank you. Lord, do we need that today? Yes, we do. (laughs) Thank you for that information. Very welcome. My pleasure.